Hello, everyone, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli, and I do want to start the show with a very special announcement. It's only about a minute and a half long. It's a very, very important special announcement from former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. My block right here in Brooklyn. This is where Shalane and I raised our family. We love this place. We love our neighbors. Nine years ago, this is where we announced my campaign for mayor of New York City. And we said we were going to take on inequality, head on the tail of two cities, take it on. Naysayer said it couldn't be done, but we proved together to make a big change. Now, I made my fair share of mistakes. I was not good with groundhogs at all. Probably shouldn't have gone to the gym. But you know what? We changed things in this town. Pre-K for every child, now 3K coming on. Hundreds of thousands of affordable apartments. We changed policing to make it fair. We showed you could do big things. Green New Deal, cutting carbon emissions, making the city greener and cleaner for the future. We proved we could do big things. We took on COVID, global pandemic, went from epicenter to the safest place in this country. Most importantly, we proved once and for all, you can fight inequality. You can turn it around. So this is the right place for me to share some news with you. No, I am not going to be running for governor of New York State, but I am going to devote every fiber of my being to fight inequality in the state of New York. We've got a lot to do together. I'm going to share some more news with you in the days ahead. And let's keep this fight going because we proved change can happen in New York. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That that's the news. That's that's the news, Bill. Wait a minute. It took you like a two minutes to lead up to saying you're not running for governor. That wait that I I want my money back. I want my money back. I really I, I was told this was going to be a big announcement that that the Tower of Jelly. Bill de Blasio had a huge announcement to make, and this is it. This is that, – that was it? I mean it was like an afterthought. Did you notice that? I mean he, he went on – he did this propaganda about how he made New York safer. Excuse me. <coughs> he made New York safer and he conquered COVID. It's, it's hilarious. But he gets through that and he, all of a sudden it's like, I'm not running for governor of New York. I'm not going to New York. Did you hear that? How quickly that was? Now, I'm not going to run as a governor, but I have many big announcements coming. He has more big announcements coming. What else is he not running for? Prime Minister of England? Queen of England? Uh, let's see. Prime Minister of Australia. He'd fit right in there. He should run for Prime Minister of Australia or Canada. He'd be great as Prime Minister of Australia or Canada. You've got to be kidding me, Bill. You've got to be kidding me. So he's not running for – I wonder why he's not running for governor. You think he's not ambitious enough? Hmm. I wonder why. Maybe because they hate him in New York. They hate him in the city where they elected him twice. You wonder what they think about him in upstate New York where it's more Republican and conservative? No kidding, Bill. No kidding. But we had to sit through this two minutes of how great he was. How New York is safer than when he took over. How policing is better. How there's no more COVID in New York.
Where it's top one of the top cities for COVID cases now. One of the worst. You've got to be kidding me. Crime's the worst. People are getting killed left and right. People are getting stabbed and shot in, 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 their, pl- in their workplace and getting pushed on the tracks. Killed by crazy people being pushed on the tracks. COVID, record cases through the roof on a daily basis, breaking their records. Breaking record that was set in March or April when he was mayor of New York City, March or April 2020. He's got to be kidding me. The Democrat propaganda machine has gotten so bad. I mean, really, Baghdad Bob would blush. Baghdad Bob would be blushing. We've talked about Hitler blushing. We've talked about Goebbels blushing. We've talked about Mengele blushing when, when Fauci talks. But let me tell you something. Baghdad Bob would blush. Would blush or be proud either way. These propaganda machines where it's, it's, it's like, we'll, we'll tell you the exact opposite of what's true. Don't believe your eyes. Don't believe, don't believe reality. Don't believe actual reality. Believe our reality. Believe our reality. What we tell you is true, not what is actually true. Not the fact that you can look up on the Google machine, as Kamala Harris likes to say, Google it. Not those facts that you can look up in five minutes. Look them up every day. They'll they'll never change. The facts are the facts. Believe what we tell you. New York is a hundred times less safe than it was when he took over this, this Tower of Jelly. COVID is worse than it ever was. COVID cases are exploding through the roof. And yet, no, no, no. Policing. Policing? Nobody wants to be a policeman in New York. You can't arrest anybody. Or if you arrest them, they're out two minutes later. Policing is more effective and better? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Let's see. So he's saying he did a great job on COVID. Let's, let's look at this. Let's look at democratic logic. All right. Let's look at the Blousio logic. He did a great job on COVID. It's gone. He did a great. The police force is better than ever. There's no crime anymore. Crime is much, much less than much. New York City is much safer than it was eight years ago. Yet he's not running for governor. Why not? With all these incredible accomplishments, Bill. With all these incredible accomplishments, why aren't you running for governor? You're the best mayor in the world. You, you, your first minute and a half pretty much said, I was the best mayor New York City ever had. That's basically what it said without saying it. Bill, tell me you think you're the best mayor New York City's ever had without actually saying you're the best mayor New York City's ever had. That's what he did in the first minute and a half there. So why, why, why I don't see he can't run for governor. Why not? Why wouldn't the most successful – why wouldn't the guy who killed COVID – Made the city incredibly safe. Made the police department better than ever. Why wouldn't made the city so affordable? Another joke. Affordable apartments. <laughs> Try getting on those lists to get into those buildings. Uh, for for a guy with all those accomplishments, who obviously believes the facts say you're the best mayor New York City's ever had. Why not run for governor? Lesser mayors have. Lesser mayors have. Ed Koch did, didn't he? You're saying you're much better than Ed Koch. So I don't understand. All these incredible accomplishments, Bill. Why not give it a run? You phony. You fake. You phony. You fraud. That's what you are, buddy. That's what you are and all Democrats are. I'm going to get off Bill de Blasio. I spent eight minutes on this fucking guy. A big announcement. (sighs) Shit. 
a big announcement, his block. He's on his block in New York where he ran eight, nine years ago. That's his big announcement. Uh, uh, anyway, okay. So Bill de Blasio, shocker of all shockers, is not running for governor of the state of New York. <clears throat> Great. Okay. What does that mean? Kathy Hochul wins again? Whoa. What a win. What a win. Get on that broom. Get that broom on. Get that broom. She'll campaign her broom. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. So what are the, what are the sh- stupid propaganda, government, big government propaganda the Democrats try to push on us? Oh, Gavin Newsom, they're going around saying California is a model for the rest of the country. Uh, he means model in what? I don't COVID model? Is that what he's talking about? Because California is now one of the top four states, most COVID cases. And they're all blue states, by the way. They're all locked, heavy lockdown, heavy mask, heavy vaccine passport, heavy vaccine mandate, heavy cloth mask, now heavy N95, KN4, K75, 385 mask. The, hot, the, most, the most lockdown restrictive mandated states in the country are the top four, including California. A model for the rest of the country, he says. A model for the rest of the country. Right, Gavin. Right, king of hair gel. More. The hair gel king speaks again. More propaganda from the hair gel king. Now, if he told me, if, he, if, if Kevin Newsom said to me that his hair was a model for everyone who loved hair gel, that he could be the hair gel model of the country, I'd say, you know what, Gavin, you are the best. Absolutely. I, I cannot disagree. I cannot tell a lie. I cannot tell a lie. You are the best hair gel king. You are the hair gel king. I proclaimed you the hair gel king because you are the hair gel king. So your hair might be a model, a good model for hair gel ads. But no, your state is not a model for anything in this country. You know what it is? Florida, Texas, which is why people are moving to these places, you see. People are moving from California, New York, from the states of Kathy Hochul and Bill de Blasio, Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom and London Breed, to the state of Greg Abbott, the state of Ron DeSantis, for a reason. They want a better life. They want a better life. And people down there are saying, we like our lives here. We have good lives here. Companies are moving here. For a better life for their employees, a better life for the CEOs who don't want to live in California and Texas anymore, and a better life for their companies so their companies can survive and thrive, <sighs> which means their employees keep their jobs. And they're not mandated. They're not mandated to get masks, to have everyone wear masks all the time, and to get vaccines, and to get testing, and all this mishigas that kills business, and kills jobs, and kills morale, and kills society, kills the soul. That's why people are moving there. Texas and Florida are the models for this country. Those are the models that California and New York should be following, instead of talking down to without any facts to back them up. You know, you got $5 in your pocket, you're making fun of the guy with $5 million. That's what you're doing. You got 5 bucks left in your pocket, and you're making fun of the guy with $5 million, calling him a loser. Does that make any sense? You, you have your words. You can lie. You have your pomposity. You can lie. But no, no, no. When it comes down to the bank account, you're lying. You're the loser. 
You are the loser, Gavin. You are the loser, Kathy. You are the loser, Bill. The winners are Abbott and DeSantis. And God forbid, I, I don't believe it'll happen, simply because Abbott's done a good job in Texas. Although it will be closer in Texas than in Florida, I believe, the, the gubernatorial elections. But God forbid Beto O'Rourke becomes governor of Texas. Oh, God forbid. God, if you're listening in Texas, sound the alarm bell. Sound the alarm bell. Because you will be California. You will be California a day after he takes office. And if that's what you want, maybe you want people to leave Texas and go to Florida or somewhere else. Maybe that's what you want. If that's what you want, vote for him. Because California will be, Texas will be California. Austin will be San Francisco. Houston will be Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't think you want this to happen. Trust me. Before you vote, if you're on the fence, spend the week here. Come here for a week. Don't just believe what you see on TV. Come and see it for yourself. Come and see what life is like here, where you'll have to put a mask on as soon as you enter the state. Where, you, where half the restaurants will be closed and the other half you show your papers or you can't eat there. If you want this to be Texas a year from now, then vote for Beto. Vote for I Stand on Trucks. <laughs> vote for I Stand on Trucks. You know, you know, like Dances with Wolves, Beto's I Stand on Trucks. Vote for him. Understand, if you're on the fence, please, all I ask is come here for a week. Come to San Francisco or go to Los Angeles for one week and you'll be voting for Abbott. Trust me. Trust me on that. Let's have the show already. What else? Come on, people. Tell me what else to talk about. Is there something other than COVID and masking and lying Democrats? Let me know. What else is there? What else is there to talk about that we, that's not about COVID or ma- There's nothing. I mean, is there anything? <clears throat> is there anything? Oh, Djokovic. 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 Australia, Australia, Australia. Oh, the sadness of the Aussies. You know, I, I used to like Australia. I've never been there. I always wanted to go. Now you can forget it. But I, I've always thought, you know, come on. Crocodile Dundee, shrimp on the bobby, laid back, you know, live and let live. Don't bother me. I don't bother you. This is what I thought about Australia. Isn't this what you guys thought about Australia? Right? Nice, nice clean air, a lot of open spaces, you know, big, big geography, a lot of land for the amount of people there, pretty spread out. But some nice cities, a few nice cities with great public transportation, right? I, I thought, wow, wouldn't it be a nice center of Australia, the desert? You know, I've seen films like Walkabout. And, of course, Crocodile Dundee. And I thought, wow, this must be a great place. What the hell happened to Australia? You know, oh, how sad. How sad. Not only not to let this guy play, but then to do all this drama with the deportation and the arresting and the fining and this. And the, one person who recovered from COVID. But because you're so anti-science, because you can't get off your vaccine narrative. Because you're in the pockets of, of, of Big Pharma, of, of Pfizer and Moderna, whatever else you got around, the AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson. Because you're in the pockets of these people, you have to defend them. I mean, incredible. You cannot drop your vaccine narrative as vaccines have proven over and over again. They don't stop any spread of anything. It's absolutely mind-boggling. 
but then to go the extra mile. Yeah, you have a right to say who comes into your country or not. That's unfortunately true. But then to just go the extra mile and you got to detain him and you got to take his cell phone away. Are you kidding me? How sad this is. When this is looked back by history, by by children in the decades to come, it's going to be one sad moment in time. One sad moment in time. And for a free country like Australia to become a totalitarian shithole with power-hungry people running it, power-hungry people who don't care about common sense, don't care about facts, don't care about evidence, don't care about two years of science and knowledge, don't care about anything we've learned over the last two years, don't care that the vaccines can't stop the spread. They don't care. They don't care. They want you to do what they say to do, and if you don't, you're going to feel their wrath. That is dictatorship. And this is the end of Australia. As we know it. And so many other countries. There are finally doctors coming out and writing about almost every country did it wrong. As I've been saying for two years. Japan did it mostly right. Sweden did it almost 100% right. And that's about it, babe. There are a few others out there, I know. And they're probably smaller countries don't get talked about. And there are some countries that are starting to learn and starting to drop restrictions and changing a little bit. But except for a couple of major countries, everyone did it wrong. Everyone did this wrong. It's like almost like World War III where everyone's on the wrong side. Everyone did it wrong. And there are finally some real doctors coming out writing in major publications saying, we did it wrong. The world did it wrong. 95% of the world did it wrong and we need to apologize. And change course. But there's no apologizing, so there's no changing course. Absolutely appalling, Australia. I just can't get off Australia. And of course Canada, but... It's just insane. And there'll be more countries, the the United Kingdom and others, that double and triple down. As vaccines fail more and more, they'll still double and triple down and say, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come in here, you can't play this tournament, you can't do this, you can't do that. But it's amazing. It was incredible. I, I just can't. It's, it's, it's not fathomable anymore. I, t- I know I talk about this all the time. I know I talk about this all the time. But I mean, it's shocking what we're allowing to happen. It's, 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 it's in front of our eyes every day. We see it happening every single day. Every single day. It gets, every single day there's more craziness. Now I understand China's going to kill all the hamsters. There was a ha- an outbreak, someone in a, in a in, I don't it's so stupid to even talk about this. I sound like a moron because it's so moronic to talk about this stuff. Yes, China's going to kill the hamsters. There was a, a pet store where they believe a hamster gave COVID to somebody, to a human. And by the way, as Tucker Carlson made the point of tonight, because it's in animals, because animals have this and they can give it to humans, it'll never go away. It can't go away. It's impossible. It's medically, scientifically impossible that it'll go away. It'll only go away politically which should have done a long time ago. Medically, it can't go away. It's not going to go away. Anyway, they believe this hamster gave it to them. They want to kill. There's 200 hamsters, and they want to kill all of them. It's ridiculous. It's like taking, but the whole, this matches the whole COVID response by most of this world, which is like a flamethrower. 
right? You have a fly you want to kill or a mosquito you want to kill in your house and you take a flamethrower and you destroy the whole house and the mosquito might live or might not. Either way, you've destroyed the whole house. <laughs> and that is what's happening here. They're going to kill the hamsters. Uh, it, uh, though I'm not going to start a Save the Hamsters website. I'm not going to do that. But I mean, it's, it's amazing. This, 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 the world has gone insane. We've lost our ever-loving minds. We have lost our ever-loving minds. We absolutely have. There's no doubt about it. Now, are there getting – is there any getting the minds back? Can we get our minds back? I say no. I say impossible. It's not going to happen. Too far gone. Too many people too far gone for too long. That's the problem. You're talking about the majority being gone for over two years now. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think there's any, any coming back, any turning back. Any, any, I don't think it's, I think it's impossible. I think we are now in a country of normal people and lunatics, and the lunatics are in the majority. The lunatics are in the majority. I mean, at least the vocal majority. Yes, I know there are a lot of people out there who think like us, but don't have the wherewithal, the cojones, the, the ability maybe, because they're in a, a bad position in life, to speak out. But if more people don't, it's just going to look like the lunatics run the asylum, that they are indeed the majority here. So more people need to speak out. I want more people to speak out, more sane people to speak out, so I'm not so depressed about this. Are we the silent majority? That's optimism, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I definitely see you know rallies taking place. I see hundreds of thousands of people marching in city after city and around the world, in France and in Italy and in Germany. I see it. I see it. I see videos of thousands of people marching against this tyranny. It gives me a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. But we can still be in the minority. I know people will say, Mike, it's changing every day. More, more and more people are coming around. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not going to force them to anymore. I'm not going to try to call. I'm not going to try to. Uh, I'm not going to try to spread my knowledge anymore with people who. Who are part of the Covidian cult, because I really believe that if you're part of this cult for so long now, with all the information you have in order to get you out of the cult, to deprogram you, you don't want to leave the cult. You like being inside the cult. And I think you're too far gone and you've had your chance. Well, here's some hope. Is there some hope from someone on Twitter? Evidently, there's an, it was an interview. Eric Ting, who, who reports here for SF Gate in San Francisco, said, had a wide-ranging chat with Matt Willis, the health officer of California's most vaccinated county, which is, uh, I believe, Marin County. And uh, I think they might be, I have to read this more, but it seems as though, yeah, from Marin, uh, he seems to have a more rational view of where we are in the pandemic. I have to read more into it, but um, reports are that, uh, well, this is what's happening now. We're, We're finally starting to see people who are saying we have to live with this only because, I mean, once again, people like myself have been saying this for two years now, but only because they're at their wit's end. And they see there's no way out now. That's the only reason why they're finally admitting we have to live with this. 
because they've, they've, they've had the hubris of believing they can kill a virus and they now see they can't. So they're trying to, be, they're trying to find a wiggle away, the wiggle away out of it, which is, well, we'll just have to be friends with the virus. You know, you can't beat them, join them kind of a thing. Basically, that's it. That's the reason why they're coming around. We're seeing like the NHL now after the, the, the all-star break is going to start ch- changing their testing. Many of us have said from day one that testing is not a way out of it. It's a way further into the, the void because people are testing. People are healthy. They're testing positive. People aren't even positive. They're testing positive. And all these cases are just going to create more and more angst and more and more mandates and more and more delays of games and cancellation of games. And the testing has to pretty much stop. But they're not going to do that. But there's finally starting to come around and say, well, how do we actually live with this thing? How do we test but also not have to cancel games every day? And what they're going to do is they're going to not test vaccinated people. They're not going to test people that are asymptomatic. They're not going to test athletes at the peak of their physical career, at the peak of, of their bodies being in the best condition they'll ever be in their lives. If they're vaccinated, which everyone in the NHL minus one athlete is, by the way, the athlete hasn't had COVID, unlike the others who are vaccinated, triple. And they're just going to stop. Unless someone is symptomatic, they're not going to test them. Unless someone is actually sick, they're not going to test them. This is what the NFL is doing. It's what the NBA is doing. So you see, they're all, everyone's trying to wiggle their way out of this now. That's, they're all, you know, that's it, trying to wiggle their way out of what they got themselves into for two years. What many of us are saying they should have been doing a long time ago. And this is just the eventuality of I'm exhausted. I want to live my life. And this is the way it has to be from now on. So, but the problem is, people, that the new norm, that knows we're going back to normal in quotes or here, we have to learn to live with the virus. But no, no, living with the virus is not vaccine mandates and vaccine passports and masks. That's not living with the virus. Living with the virus is the way we've lived with viruses forever, the way we live with hundreds of diseases all the time. Normal is February of 2020, people. No masks, no vaccine passports, no vaccine mandates. That's not normal. That's not living with the virus. That's continuing to bang our heads against the wall to try to defeat a virus which we cannot defeat. Doing things that have not helped and will never help because of things like the vaccines don't stop transmission. Masks don't stop transmission. Lockdowns don't stop transmission. Passports don't stop transmission. So you can't keep doing the same things that haven't worked that got us into more and more abnormal times and say, oh, this is the way we live with the virus. No, no. The way you live with the virus, the way they did it in Texas for the last year, Florida for the last year. Normal, normal. Look up the word in the dictionary. It says nothing about masks and vaccine passports and mandates. Nothing. Nothing. The word normal has nothing to do with those things. So I'm not interested in living with the virus in an abnormal fashion. I'm not interested in living with the virus with vaccine passports and mandates and masks being endless forever. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in normal. Normal. As though the virus was never here. Normal. Remember that? That's the only true way forward. 
the only true way forward. So don't be fooled by these people when they say, oh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to, no, no, we're, we're, we're coming around, we're living with the virus. No, no, they mean you're still going to have to wear masks. You're still going to have to show your papers to get into a bar or restaurant. You're still going to have to show your pay. You're still going to have to show your negative test to get back into this country. You're still going to have to show your negative test or vaccines to go to certain places. No, no, though. That's not living with it. Bullshit. Up yours. Up yours. I'm not living with that. And you shouldn't live with that either. But the good news is Bill de Blasio is not running for governor of New York. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Two minutes. You know, the guy says he has a special announcement. And the first two minutes, he talks about everything other than what the announcement is, which is that he's not running for governor of New York. But this guy did this all the time with his press conferences, right? He'd have these ridiculous circus-like press conferences, which would never have any point in them whatsoever, other than to, like, showcase his talent for riffing. I don't know what – the guy is such an idiot – the guy is such an idiot. Big announcement. Not running for governor. All right, great. Oh, I can't wait for these new announcements that are coming from Bill de Blasio. Uh, or I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Edge of my seat just waiting to see what's next. <sighs> anyway. So, yes, we talked about COVID for a half hour again. Again. What can we talk about tomorrow? Is there anything new we can talk about tomorrow? That has nothing to do with COVID? No, probably not. We're probably going to talk about COVID again. We're probably going to talk about COVID. <clears throat> we'll, talk about, we'll talk about your masks and, and testing kits arriving in the mail. How exciting. Who needs Christmas? Anyway, thanks for listening. This has been in Let's Be Heard. I'm Micah Chopley. I will talk to you tomorrow.